0: Welcome to another episode of the Access Vikings podcast. We should have been rolling for the last five my, minutes. We were. Oh. My, my, okay, good. I'm for just probably going to edit it out, yeah. Three. My, my, uh, my name is Andrew Kramer, joined by Ben Gessling, Michael Rand of the Star Tribune here at TCO Performance Center, where the Minnesota Vikings are preparing for the um, Spider-Man meme 0-3 oh, Carolina Panthers. Um Ben, you heard from Adam Thielen this morning, former Minnesota Viking, now a Panther, coming yep. off an 11-catch, 140-yard game. For them, um, we'll, we don't know if Andy Dalton or Bryce Young is going to start, but if it is Andy Dalton, it seems like that connection is okay yeah. for Carolina. But both teams in desperation mode, Ben, as you said before the podcast, Rome is burning. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, a, a team that went 13-4 and four a year ago is one loss from matching its loss total yep. from last season – and has done so in particularly appalling fashion with all of the turnovers, yes. uh, the turnovers that happen on the doorstep of scoring points particularly. There is a level of uh, I, concern, I yeah. think, in this. There, there's a different vibe, let's put it that way, in this building than I have sensed in the short Kevin O'Connell, Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, time together this this feels like there's a little bit of an edge right now and uh there's only one way to change that and you have to do it for a couple of weeks the assignment after this week it's noticeably tougher so yeah there, there's just a little bit of a different energy or vibe to the whole thing right now that i i think that people are are a little more on edge than they've mm-hmm. been, mm-hmm. Uh, and for good reason.
2: I, I mean, we haven't talked to O'Connell yet. Wednesday. I wasn't out here Monday, but I, I, I was just kind of curious yeah. after I read you guys' stories, and it was like saw the quotes about the turnovers, and like we got a we're either going to fix ball security or we're going to get different guys out there. I'm paraphrasing right now, but when I heard that, I was, when I saw that quote, I was like, well, "Ball gotta, security
1: equals job security." I
2: got to go back and like see his news conference. I went back and looked at it. That was as down as I've seen yes. Kevin O'Connell both in appearance tone and the edge to what he's saying am i am i right there
1: yes i think so he he looked exhausted he looked like he had not slept yes he looked like a coach that had probably been grinding film yes until the wee hours of the morning and saying why in the world can't we do x um i would expect that things will look different in the lineup this week I, mm, I intrigue. Think, I think there's a good chance the offensive line is going to look quite a bit different on Sunday. Two players different? I think it's possible.
2: Does that just mean Bradbury back from injury and Reisner in?
1: Mm, well, in that case, uh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I we'll see how the week plays out. But I, I think there are uh, several jobs that are in the mix.
0: Um. Well, yeah. They're they're I'm hopeful. Intrigued. They're hopeful that Bradbury will come back, and Dalton Reisner, expecting to get probably get uh, looks in the lineup this week. Um, last week, the, the talk was to get him up to game shape because he hadn't put on pads, wasn't in a training camp, um, and then evaluate that combo this week. And those guards in that Chargers game did little to uh, kind of stump for their jobs. Yes. Um, yep. In terms of um staying in there I thought it was more of the same for Ed Ingram I thought there was more frustrating moments for Ezra Cleveland who's a guy who's too far along in his career to be going through those moments and it gives them options in terms of like I you you get done watching that game and it's like I don't know who they're going to replace do they move Ingram over to one side do they replace both do they put Blake Brandle in the starting lineup Um, I mean they have so many different options um because of how poor that interior had been performing and if Bradbury comes back, it at least gives them uh, more consistency there in that spot. But um, Kirk keeps getting hit. I don't know how much of that. There's a conversation to be had of how much of that's on him yeah, and how much of that's on the line. Um, but when they pass, at such a high rate that they're throwing the ball out. And it doesn't seem to ch- going to change even when they do commit to the run the way they did Sunday. Um, you got to find some answers. And it, and it sounds like you're saying it's going to be Reisner at least in one of those spots.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I, The money they gave him and the urgency with which they did it after that Eagles game. Now, some of that's Ole Udo, I suppose, but I don't think that's the whole reason. I I think Reisner is in there, and I think I would keep an eye on it at the other spot this week. Uh, I think there's a chance that Blake Brandle is in the lineup. Grand Casino would like to take a moment and salute the true football fan. The passion. The hope. The anticipation, that incomparable feeling of winning. Grand Casino would also like to take a moment to remind you that you can find all that anticipation, thrill, and winning at Grand Casino. Grand Casino, let your story begin. An entirely different
2: interior offensive line from the last couple games. We'll see how the week shakes
1: out. I think it's something they are considering. So we'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah, it'd be interesting. And the Brand- Brandel's the guy that started for them was their swing tackle last year before they made him an interior player this offseason.
2: Um, and I thought he was okay at tackle
1: last year. He wasn't great, but I thought he did okay. Yeah, he got injured. He had to step in and start a couple games.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah um, he was the guy first up when Darisaw went through the concussion issues and then ended up tearing. I think he had an MCL tear that sidelined him for a few weeks um, before he came back. I think he's available for the playoff game. But um He's somebody who's been around, and, and you've yeah, maybe they've got the confidence in him to throw him in there, which would be interesting because they got to find ways to, to combo block on the inside and find ways to run the ball in short yardage, uh, find ways to keep the pressure off Kirk. And I don't know if Carolina – I mean, Carolina's got some decent players on their interior, um, but this is a defense that you should be able to run the ball against. Yeah. Seattle just put up a few rushing touchdowns against them last week. Um, this is a defense much like the Chargers that you should be able to move the ball against if, if you don't make those critical errors that they keep making when we talk about a league leading, I think, seven lost fumbles.
2: Ben, I don't want to put you on the spot here, with this question that I'm kind of, kind of mulling in my mind, but like how bad, if you're thinking about maybe swapping out two guard spots, yeah. and then the other spot is a guy coming back from injury, but if you're thinking about swapping out both guard spots this early in the season, a how bad was the plan going into the year? And B, like if you're looking at O'Connell right now, is he frustrated with some of the guys he's been given or some of the kind of personnel that's, you know, is there tension between him and Kwesi?
1: I've wondered that. Yeah, I, I can't answer that for sure. Yeah. I think the thing we've seen is whether you were drafted highly by Kwesi Adolfo Mensa or certainly if you were drafted highly by Rick Spielman, it is not going to get you a scholarship. I yeah. mean, we've seen that. I think that's fair. The first and second picks in Kwasi Adolfo Mensa's first draft did not play a defensive snap last week, nor did the fourth pick, Brian Asamoah. Yeah. So, and the
2: third one might be on his way out.
1: Well, yes. So there is not I, – I think between that and – I mean, I wrote about this the other day, but yeah. you know, for everybody that, that kind of does the – put his arm around you and mr sunshine everybody's best friend kind of thing with kevin o'connell he can be kind of a savage at times yeah. where it's like ed donatel like, okay bye yeah um either you, you either perform or you're done yeah yeah i think that's a lot of it is hey we we care about the people that are here but we also expect performance and if it's not there we are not going to stand around and wait for it to get better um Ezra Cleveland is an interesting one, because we've talked about this, and Andrew's talked to him as, as well, but he's a free agent after this year, and was drafted initially to be a tackle. I mean, when Rick, they drafted him, Rick Spielman basically said he's the left tackle of the future. He yeah. talked about Riley Reef holding down the fort for the, the short term, and then Cleveland goes to tackle. Well, instead, they move him to guard. He's never moved back. This group did not draft him. He's a free agent after this year. It it has not seemed like there's any movement toward an extension. And we've both kind of heard it from different lanes of this that they're not completely enamored with him either. So, I mean, if they were, he would not be playing into the last year of his contract. I mean, I I think he would have a deal done. But instead, you sign a free agent for $3 million, up to $4 million if he hits all the incentives in the middle of the season that has more history with your position coaches than Ezra Cleveland does. So, yeah, there's a lot to it, but I don't think anybody is uh, should be feeling terribly comfortable, put it that way.
0: Yeah, and maybe the Ed Ingram one is the one that de- deserves the most criticism because it was this front office yep. uh, with yes. Kevin O'Connell's playbook that they – went out and sought him out for. Um, this, it, this isn't something you could blame Rick on and say, oh, nope. I was a mismatch for a different system. Well, that was their pick. Um, yeah. And it was a second rounder and, and um, I mean, TJ Hawkinson was last year's second rounder. It's turned out pretty well, but you can't miss on those interior spots when you finally decide year over year to continue throwing picks at those spots. Yeah. And Bradbury too, you could argue that even though he signed a second contract, that was about as tepid of a commitment that a front office could make to a center. Seeing as how it was the same exact guaranteed money and structure that Mason Cole got with the Pittsburgh Steelers, another franchise in dire straits on the offensive line. Yeah. Um, so I just think that's Mason the whole former Viking. That's the desperation price for a middling guy. And as much as, as much as um, all these players are stand up professionals and will tell you when things go
1: wrong. Um, Is this the second week in a row we brought up Mason Cole? <laughs>
0: Did we bring him up last week? Well, well I we think you were having
1: have us guess the guards. I think he came Yes, up. he was. Oh, there we the go. Guess the guards game. Yeah, That's right. a sign where of the Where I was like
2: out hey, immediately. We're on deep, deep guard deep un- analysis. Well, I mean,
1: it, but it's like,
2: you know, I had like half a year where I didn't have to complain about the offensive line i feel like for the first half of last year (laughs) half the first half of last year they actually played pretty well and maybe parts of the second half but like aside from that like my complaint is no longer that they don't invest in him but but the, the complaint now is that you looked at what happened last year you looked at how they played down the stretch how a lot of what they tried to do on offense was influenced by the interior line you watched Kirk cousins just get beat to hell on netflix for you know part of the offseason then you didn't change any of it going into the season do
1: yeah. you think they watched netflix to make that assessment <laughs> no, or do you think they i did. Own, no i did
2: but anybody who could watch it was like this is a problem and they didn't fix it
1: that's yeah that's that's true and i think the fact that they have the cap straights that they do is part of it but it also was a, a cheap guard market as dalton reisner talked about last week yeah and they came back with the same two
2: and they could have also converted o'neill's bonus money like 15 months ago or however long ago and and done more with that
0: they also brought back the entire second unit and third unit they brought back everybody because it's so good they brought (laughs) back everybody from that room from a year ago and then ended up cutting or trading a number of those backups to where they only kept yeah udo Brandle, schlopman they kept the main backups but um, they they moved on from Videri and Lowe very quickly. A, starting for the Patriots, by the way. A second year blocker.
2: Not playing very well, but starting yeah. for the Patriots.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're in desperation, mode. Yeah. too. It's, yeah. it's tough yeah. out there for O lines in the yeah, NFL I'm, when it feels like these pass rushers are multiplying.
1: And yeah. the colleges aren't asking right. O linemen to pass block, really. No. I mean, it's, right. the, yeah. it's the ball is out in 1.9 seconds kind of stuff, yeah. and you're not really learning how to deal with NFL edge rushers. Just ask Kirk to system. get the ball out in 1.9 seconds. Go to the Sam Bradford
2: 2016 <laughs> offense.
1: Yeah, well, that's kind of what Justin Herbert did last <laughs> yes, week. to great effect. Yes, he did. That's, that certainly felt like – I mean, the Keenan Allen, it felt like some of the Stephon, like Stephon yes. Diggs in Washington that year, <laughs> yeah. the 2016 did offense. Did have like
2: 14 catches for 100 yards one game something or something like, like that? that. It, it was like, like 13 barely for 91. Didn't crack a 100 with like – like, like seven <laughs> yards a catch. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, the Vikings should win this game,
2: right? They should. I mean, we said that last week though. Yeah. I mean, we didn't say they yeah. would, but you know, a battle of Owen two yeah. teams last week at home, like I don't feel any better about this game, especially if Andy Dalton plays. Not like Dalton's great, but their history against He's backup quarterbacks, their history against backup quarterbacks and they're just not playing that well right now. They've got things going for them, yeah. you know, they've <laughs> they've got a lot of pieces that are working for them, um, but they're not a good team right
1: now. This is the second um Atlantic Ocean Coast game that they've played against Andy Dalton in back-to-back seasons. Charlotte's not on the Atlantic Coast, is well, it? Well,
2: it's close enough. It's it's a yeah. It's it's the, it's the <laughs> east. They, yeah. they
1: played Andy Dalton on two continents in two years. Uh, that's that's right, going. the Saints. I he started oh, against them in right. London. Yeah, and almost double, doink.
2: double doink. Double yes. doink. He played pretty well. last year was, against He was them. a
1: double
0: doink away from essentially beating overtime. him. And then, well, well so, he beat so, the Cowboys, to too? The it was the Cowboys. I'm trying to remember because they lost to Cooper Rush.
1: That was 21. Yeah. I think, did they lose to Dalton, too? Oh, yeah, two? I think so. Definitely. Tw- there was a Sunday night game in he 20, I think. Like a Halloween night. Wow. Was that Cooper Rush? You guys stole. I thought Cooper
0: Rush was Halloween. There was a
1: Halloween Okay, Cooper Rush was, Cooper was 21, Rush? Oh, wasn't yeah. he? I think so. And then Andy Dalton maybe was 20?
0: There were some really bad Cowboys, and then last year's 40-3. to three.
1: Um, Yeah, they've had a bad run with Dak. the Cowboys. Yeah. they play the Cowboys again this year? I can't remember. They do not. Okay. Uh, the only NFC East game is the one that they, they enjoyed uh, with the genteel people of Philadelphia a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> enjoyed.
0: Enjoyed there's a high-ranking member of the minnesota vikings who walked up to a bunch of reporters and said it's not even like safe out there it's not it's not fun this the nfl's got to do something
2: yes they lost 31 to 28 to dallas in <clears throat> 2020 dallas improved to three and seven with that win by the way and it was andy dalton andy dalton played quite well um Including the uh, game winning touchdown pass to Dalton Schultz, I'm reading Sounds here. Sounds right. Dalton to Dalton. Dalton to Dalton. Dalton to Dalton. He uh, 22 of 32 for 203, three touchdowns, one interception, a 104 passer
1: rating. Is he? If he's Dalton Schultz Jr., he should go by DJ Schultz. DJ Schultz. Yeah. Keep, avoid confusion. Yeah.
0: So at least Adam Thielen doesn't. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> fight through it. At least Adam Played Thielen doesn't. I'm playing through. At least Adam Thielen doesn't know too too much about the Vikings defense, considering how much they've changed. That's <laughs> got to be an upside.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's
0: that. And there's. Dean <laughs> the... Allen
2: just caught for two hundred. So, I'm like, looking forward to Byron Murphy trash talking him all the way to 160 yards on
1: 12 catches. I suppose the Vikings yeah. have a little bit of maybe um, intel on the Panthers defense in the sense that Giro Averro, the Panthers defensive coordinator, was one of the two leading candidates to be the Vikings defensive oh, coordinator until the Panthers. The Vikings sort of helped get Avero out from his contract in Denver because right. Sean Payton was blocking him from leaving while Sean Payton was still talking to other people about that job. Mike Zimmer among them. <laughs> Maybe um, Sean
2: Payton should have held on to him since they gave up 70 well, last week.
1: What's the question?
0: That was an all-time. I don't think that's a deep cut. I think that's very popular. No, I know. But next question. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So uh shout out Chris Thomason. All time moment. Um what's the question? Yeah, he didn't keep him the Vikings kind of helped his release okay so to speak yeah. that the broncos would allow him to talk to other teams and then he went and, and took an offer from the panthers who had interviewed them for their head coaching job yeah. before that so the vikings in that sense I, I don't i i don't think the way that went down uh left a terribly good taste in anybody's mouth around here hmm. so i i'm sure they wouldn't mind um putting 35 on him on Sunday
0: I thought you were going to mention the connection of Thomas Brown of the Rams oh that one too yeah the O'Connell knowing at least what they're running uh, offensively
1: yeah um well, unless it's Frank Reich Philly stuff I suppose but
0: yeah there's there's probably some of that but then uh, at least with Thomas Brown taking the coordinator job a former Rams co-worker yep. of O'Connell's yes um so there's a lot of ties across these organizations yep. um coaching wise and <laughs> record wise, dealing uh, wise. record wise <laughs> Adam Thielen wise the Adam Thielen category very strong connection yep um, <laughs> on this game but it's one of those games where like if the Vikings somehow lose this game it feels like it it alters the trajectory of this season more than because we're headed down right zero and two Man. zero and three I feel like the Chargers game already kind of it, did that but this would definitely do that I feel like if you don't emerge from this at least one and three and give yourself that chance to be two and five after you face the Niners and um, Chiefs. Chiefs. Because you you at least want to chalk up the Panthers and the Bears. You, these are now games that if you have any semblance of saving this season, you cannot drop.
1: Especially when the two teams you are chasing in the division, one of them is – and barring a tie, guaranteed to be 3-1 and one yes. on Thursday night because they play mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. So now one of them is going to be 2-2, two and two, so you could say that. But if you're trying to catch the division leader, you are – not going to make up a game on the division lead this week. There's no way to do it, barring a tie. Yeah. So. I,
2: it's like it's only three-point favorites. I mean, this is not like yeah. people looking at it like, this is a great team. Um, you know, A lot of NFL games are like that right now. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just like a toss-up, essentially. Like, we say they should win, but we don't have any evidence suggesting that they're ready to do that yet. They just have to go do it. Do they even have a shot at the division at this point from where you guys are sitting? Yes, just because there's last those last three of the season are what two against Detroit, Detroit and one against one Green, against Green Bay. Bay. And they're post there's like a squishy stretch of their schedule. Post, squishy post, stretch. Sorry. Post <laughs> <laughs> post Lambo gets very squishy.
1: Yeah, and the, which is also post trade <laughs> yeah, deadline. Squishy stretch. Yes. Lambo
2: is the last game before the trade deadlines. Yep. So if they're two and six. Are yep. those
0: are where they like squish the wins out? They're like how does it
2: It's just you? not – they're not – there's like a stretch of five it's games so, where it's bad even, it's even if – yeah, it's very soft. It's
1: okay. like – It's a Den- I can't remember. jelly-filled it. center of <laughs> the donut. Yeah. It is – Atlanta's in You don't there. need it. It's up here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> He's pointed to his head. At Good. Atlanta, home against the Saints. This is after the – this is the November schedule. Yep. At Denver. Yeah. Monday night at home against the Bears. Mm-hmm. By week, at Vegas. Like those five squishy are all winnable. Squishy, soft,
2: however you want to call it. Like it's those are all games where they could be at least be either
1: favored or yep. winnable. Then it's Cincinnati Lions right. at home, Packers at home, at Lions.
0: Cincinnati looks beatable now. Yes, yeah.
1: so, I, mean, I mean
2: like it's you know, but the problem is if you get to that stretch and you're two and six, you can't
1: stub your toe.
2: Yeah, you you've given yourself no margin for error at this point, yep. and you've given yourself every opportunity to. Say we're going to blow this up if it doesn't go your way. And this is—you're right. This is a kind of a—if they don't win this one, it sets yourself up for an interesting slide to the trade deadline. Yes. Too. Yeah. And you—and well, you got to beat Taylor Swift next week too. <laughs> oh she's man. not going to be here. Why man. wouldn't she be here? Because yep. cause it's not.
1: I don't. I don't know that they're dating.
2: <laughs> why, why did she hang out with his
1: parents? Because they had a spot <laughs> in the box. I don't know. Why were they all like <laughs> waving at her up there? It's like, well, hey. and and she did ride off with him in the in the convertible.
2: Yeah, I mean I don't know that they're dating, but it seems likely they are. Then they, even given her well documented and well sung about relationship history, they probably will still be dating ten days from now when they play the Vikings. But the next game is in New York, so she probably beat that. Well,
1: one. yes, I I got a. Uh, a press release about that game from NBC this morning, and the headline to it was Welcome to New York. Like, oh boy. Okay. Yep. We're yep. all having our fun yep. with this, aren't we? Um, I don't think she's going to be like the traveling girlfriend that goes I to all of his so games. Probably I not. mean, and I, doesn't don't, she have like a European tour coming up? <laughs> Andrew, I don't think she's coming here.
2: Andrew's just looking at us like, no, no, no. What's no, no, what really going hope, on here? No, I really hope she shows up.
0: I do, I do too. I, hope, I want all the sideshows. I want all the. Because yeah. that would be great. <laughs> Yeah. That would be great. But we don't want the traffic. No, but I it'd guess be great. It's not the errors Tour part you two. know Kevin no. O'Connell's going to get asked about it after the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it won't be by any of us sitting here, but somebody It'd be even better if Mike Zimmer, Jonas brother last year. Oh, that's true by Wink Martindale. Yeah. It would be even better if Mike Zimmer got a Jonas asked about, about it. Ever? I don't I, don't I know. think <laughs> Nick Jonas, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay.
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: So this all this all connects. It all yeah. Patrick Mahomes played or spent time in Minnesota as a kid. His dad played His for the
2: dad. Twins. I've heard about that.
1: Star Tribune has learned. I don't know.
2: I, this game, it's however they're playing, like at the start of the year, you had all these games where you're like, oh, yeah, that's a win, that's a win, that's a win, and that's how you got to 9-8 and eight or 10-7. and seven. All of those now are like, mm, I don't know, right? Like Just based on how they're playing. If they have one
0: game where they don't fumble, I like their chances on Sunday if that's the game. Yeah, anyway. and then
1: it's not just the fumbling.
2: It's like the fumbling on the goal line. Like it's, the, it's the impact, which is yes. the exact opposite yeah. of last year where they got all those huge fourth-quarter yep. turnovers that they needed to
1: win those yeah, games. Yeah, the win probability swings or expected points, I haven't looked at it in a ton of detail with the expected points of those plays, but some of those, man, the swings on those have to be just massive.
2: Yeah, we should take a look
1: at those. If, if that
0: idea. Hawkinson drop at the goal line just falls to the turf, they have yeah. however many more yes. chances. Three more yeah. if, if Jefferson's
1: fumble yeah, bounces yeah. to the sideline yeah. instead of – into the end zone yep.
2: right if kj osborne catches that ball yeah if i don't know if hawkinson doesn't fumble in the first quarter that game yeah. might be different i and don't what's know
0: what's clear is that this team is just not good enough to overcome those no. mistakes in ways that teams like philadelphia kansas city uh, san francisco the way that the powers of the nfl right now are built to to withstand those like those they can have those mistakes happen to them the Vikings are a team like last year they couldn't last year they weren't good enough either to get over these mistakes they just didn't happen to them yeah they happened to the other teams situational master Allen fumbled at the goal line (laughs) against them I mean other teams made the double doink that Mm. we mentioned with New Orleans other teams made those mistakes
1: and current Panther Amir Smith-Marset Getting oh, I right about that another yeah. connection current panther Yes, I'm he's a panther yes yeah, yeah that's, that's right I with the, the bears that with them, that was the bears game right <laughs> that was the Bears game where they were dancers last great moment Cam's last stand as a Viking
0: and this this team is not good enough either and they just they need everything to bounce their way or not have a catastrophic thing go against them Uh, to be in it to then try to finish a game, Um, which is crazy because this passing offense is historic. It is. Kirk leads the league in passing. Jefferson leads the league in receiving. Um, They're throwing
2: it at a much higher rate than most teams. Two guys
1: that need contracts lead the league in their respective statistical categories.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And and Kirk, though, does does have the five turnovers if we count the Ingram fumble, which was credited to him. We were two going other through fumbles, him, though, and it's like, God. It, it, and two interceptions. Hey, I'm, just I'm saying, not a Kirk apologist, but he's been unlucky. I'm just saying he's got five this. turnovers, and I'm just saying O'Connell is maybe O'Connell thinking about benching Kirk. Is that what he's talking about <laughs> earlier in the week? You get either take care of the ball or you're going to be on the bench. I'm <laughs> yeah, just, Nick <laughs> Mullins' time, baby.
1: <laughs> just kidding. Mike Rand
2: I'm wants to k- watch k-
1: the world I'm burn. I'm just kidding. He's not going to bench
2: Kirk it was, just, was. It was just kind of funny thinking about that. Like, Well, who's the worst defender on this team? Well, Kirk Cousins That's, has had five turnovers. The running
0: back who's put the ball the yes, it's, it's Madison. in the ground three in It's, last it's two Madison weeks. and
2: Hawkinson that are it, the problems right it, now. There's no way they'll
0: bet the Hawkinson. But it's. I would think that Akers is going to – what do you think it, Cam Akers' role is going to be this
1: week? I think he's going to be up. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's going to play. Um, I would think he's going to get some carries. I mean, I, I would think he'll – I don't know if it'll be a timeshare, but if the fumbling doesn't stop, yeah. I think there's a good chance it turns into a timeshare or – some kind of an even larger pivot.
0: I wouldn't be shocked if it's just a hot hand thing where they'll start Madison, bring Acres in, and whoever has the first big run gets the yeah. crack
2: at keeping yeah. that, the, the grip, at least for that game. Yeah. Um, because Madison's got to hold the ball. He didn't, ha-
1: technically had a fump, didn't technically have a fumble last game. But, but he had yeah. two yes. that came out yes. that he got saved by the bell on both.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if uh, with this running game and this O-line that those things remain fluid here as we go week to week
1: complicated situation, man. It is. Letting in, slot outs. If they don't uh, win out, next week, out, goes, out.
2: as bad as we thought it was, like the body language and the, the vibe, uh, trying to imagine if they lose to the Panthers in their 0-4, that's uh, that's that's panic time. Yeah. So yeah. wait, Mike,
0: you you got you, bad blood. Mike, you said you were taking the glass off of the panic button. You're saying you would hit it if they lose this game.
1: If there's still a blank space in their win column- <laughs> No one's written their name? No one's written their name in the win column. That'd be a problem. <laughs> we knew they were trouble when Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes walked in. I'm going to be done now. I don't even like Taylor Swift. More like a Purple Haze than a Lavender Haze. <laughs> it's, just, it's just everywhere. <laughs> purple Haze instead of Lavender Haze. Yeah, go to Hendrix.
0: That works better. Any final thoughts on Charlotte, Ben? Um, NASCAR no. thoughts? NASCAR no. thoughts? No.
1: Like, I'll do, will I go to a NASCAR race? Maybe.